Welcome to Right on Track, a songwriting podcast. Thanks to Tone for tuning in. I'm Demi Michelle Schwartz, and I'm thrilled you're joining me on my songwriting journey. So kick back and relax, don't fall flat, and remember, stay right on track. everyone, welcome back to Right on Track. Joining me today is David Rosen. Hey, David. Hey, thanks so much for having me on the show. Of course, I'm super excited to have you. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Uh, it's it's a cleaning day. I'm, I'm cleaning the house. But, uh, <laughs> you know, got to take breaks here and there, you know. <laughs> Not quite to the spring cleaning here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this will make spring cleaning easier, I guess. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, I'm super excited you are on the show because we are going to be chatting all things instrumental music. Before we dive into that, can you share a little bit about yourself and your musical journey? Sure. I mean, there's a lot of different avenues to go down, honestly. But I mean, the, the bulk of it is, yes, I, I compose uh, instrumental music uh, for film, TV. Uh, I've had placements through libraries and that kind of stuff. I also put out albums of instrumental music and uh, have worked with artists here in Las Vegas. And um, I also produce and host podcasts. So I do all kinds of things within the world of audio uh, and also work with my family at our record store here in Las Vegas called Wax Tracks Records. Uh, So really just music all around in every way, shape and form. That's fantastic. So what do you think draws you to instrumental music? I like working by myself in my room with the door shut and the lights <laughs> out. And, you know, you, you kind of can't do that with like a band or like, you know, like you, you, you need to be a little more like, I guess, collaborative if you're going to try to go into that avenue of music. And of course, I collaborate with filmmakers all the time, but that is more so let's meet, let's talk. And then I go to my room and work on the music. And like, that is like, that's the way I like to work. I, I like to uh, sit there and just lock in and come up with ideas and play with those ideas and kind of massage them until they turn into full, fully formed pieces of music. And, uh, you know, that's something that really kind of works as a solo artist in the world of instrumental music. Yeah, it's almost like you have full control over the creative process, whereas like a songwriter like me who does pop and country, even though I write my songs by myself, I work with a producer and oftentimes Mm -hmm. other musicians, so there's more people involved. So coming from a composer standpoint, doing instrumental music sounds like a very solo world, but I think like what you said, it's nice getting to do that yourself, you know, shut the door, get to work, and you're able to take the time you need and you don't have outside pressure from other creatives. You're able to imagine your music how you want to. Yeah, absolutely. And you're kind of like on your own time. It's like I could work for, you know, the next 30 minutes to an hour on something or I could work for the next six hours on something. It's not no, nobody else's time is involved in that process. For sure. So we have a great quote for this episode by Albertine Woodward Moore. So can you read that? Wonderful is the power of instrumental music, absolute music without words that may convey impressions deep and lasting no words could give. This is incredible. So why did you select this one? Well, I think it's like so perfectly apt for what I try to do specifically with my albums of instrumental music. I 
I do, even though there's no words, I do want to kind of paint a picture and tell a story with the music that I'm making. And sometimes I get to explore that a little bit more by collaborating with filmmakers on music videos for my tracks. I've had a lot of uh, music videos that have played in film festivals, a few won some awards here and there. And, uh, you know, that that's always a really uh, fun thing to do. And again, you know, that's where I get to collaborate. Um, but, you know, even when I'm just making a piece of music that isn't going to get that kind of, uh, you know, story added later in my head, there's usually stories involved. And I like I'm picturing things while I'm making that music and whether or not I ever, you know, tell the world what I was thinking, you know, it doesn't always necessarily happen. But in my head, there's definitely a beginning, middle and end to these songs. There is a point to them, uh, even though there's no words. That's fantastic. I actually really relate because I started music as a pianist. And so focusing on playing only instrumental music, piano pieces, you really need to focus, I think, more on the emotion while you're doing something that's purely instrumental. Because when you have lyrics to a song, you can use that as kind of an anchor for what the song is about, the title, mm -hmm. and what you hope listeners take away from it. But when you have purely instrumental music, so much is up for interpretation because, you know, like the music creates an emotional landscape and all these different colors based on the chords being used and all of the elements that make up a musical track. And so I think that writing instrumental music is very focused on you know, conveying that emotion through the musical choices. And along with playing piano, I actually did compose a few piano pieces of my own. And it's just very different getting to communicate however I'm feeling emotionally through that music without having to use words. Absolutely. And, you know, also with my film scoring work, like, you know, my job as a composer for the film is, you know, to help uh, elevate the scene and make sure that that the filmmaker's vision is coming across. And, uh, sometimes, you know, maybe the film without the music there, you know, it doesn't necessarily 100% get the point across that it's supposed to, to the, the viewer. And that music helps tell that story, uh, even though maybe on its own, you wouldn't necessarily realize what that story is. But when everything kind of comes together, it hopefully uh, leads to a, you know, a real, real, you know, piece of art. Absolutely. That's super interesting. I feel like when I'm watching movies and TV shows, it's almost like you, you're aware of the music, but you're not really focusing on it as a standalone piece of music. You're looking at it as in comparison with what's going on on the screen. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really interesting how that's such a focus for composers who write scores for film and TV because you need to write something that fits the vision of what that scene is trying to show and what the filmmaker wants to show. So can you talk about your journey a little more into breaking into the whole film side of things? Yeah, I mean, it's something that's like a, an ongoing process and, and constantly, uh, you know, a challenge to find gigs. And, uh, you know, I'm constantly working at that. But, yeah, it's something I've been doing for almost 20 years at this point. And I, I've, I've scored, uh, I think, five or six features at this point and uh, dozens and dozens of short films and various other kinds of projects. Uh, but it's it's always different, like every time. And you know, I've been lucky the last like few years, 
I, you know, now that I've been like kind of splitting my time between music and podcasting, like I don't have as much time to be just like scouring the internet looking for jobs. Um, but luckily things keep coming my way, uh, you know, recommendations and word of mouth and stuff like that. People telling people to, you know, contact me for music for their films. And so I've been continuing to do more work. I just finished a, a film, uh, two films last year, actually, and I'm about to start on another short film. But uh yeah, it's, it's just always different from film to film. It just depends on how that filmmaker works and what their idea of collaboration is. And sometimes they just send me the film and say, do your magic. You know, and some, <laughs> sometimes it's, it's more like sitting together and like doing spotting sessions or whatever, where we have to, you know, go down it, you know, scene by scene, making notes and figuring out exactly what they want me to do. So uh, it, it really just changes from project to project. Yeah, for sure. So can you span a little on when you make that magic happen, whether they give you notes or you're basically set loose to do what you want? What is your process of taking this film or this scene and developing a score soundtrack that goes along with that? First thing is always just watching it. Um, and which, you know, a lot of the times these are unfinished. And so it's, uh, you know, not not the best thing in the world to have to sit there and watch a whole <laughs> film where the, you know, color's not done, editing's maybe not 100%, you know. But, you know, you sit and watch it, you kind of make some mental notes, and uh, then I usually break it down into scenes and, like, you know, what I think they're trying to convey with each scene. And that way I kind of just have a, a basic structure of where I'm going to be going from, from scene to scene and like maybe which ones can kind of tie together. Like if there's going to be a theme or something like that, that ties from scene to scene. But um, then it's just, once I actually sit down and start making music, it's not that different from when I'm working on my instrumental albums. It's just, you know, me locked in trying to come up with something that sounds good, but fits the idea that I'm going for. And it, the difference being that the idea I'm going for isn't just a hundred percent my vision. It's it's now something that has to also lock in with the vision of what the film is trying to say. For sure, that's super interesting. So you've mentioned your instrumental albums a couple times. So let's shift gears into that. So what inspired you to start releasing your own instrumental music? Um, I I think it's something I always wanted to do, but I when I first started, like the first 10 years, I didn't feel like my music was not that it wasn't good enough, but it just wasn't, um, full enough. You know, it was just like, I would say it's just instrumental music. Like it didn't feel like it was like they were songs. And as, as these tracks started growing, even though they're still just instrumental, like they started to feel more and more like songs. And I was so excited to finally put one out. My first album, uh, echoes in the dark was actually 10 years ago. It was in 2013. Um, so yeah, it's coming up on the anniversary in September, but, um, yeah, once I, you know, kind of broke through and did that first one, I've been putting albums out every year or every two years since. And, uh, my most recent one just came out called more content, which is kind of a play on everything now, just being like a constant onslaught of content. And, uh, the albums have just continued to grow and grow and, and, what I'm able to do and what I'm able to convey with instrumental music. And I'm kind of trying to play with a lot of my influences with these albums. Like I'm a huge uh, fan of the cure, um, also Depeche mode and nine inch nails and a lot of industrial music. And like, I'm, I'm kind of like synthesizing all of those influences into 
trying to make something that's my own. And I feel like in the last, uh, you know, five to 10 years, I'm, I'm really like kind of making that I'm making the music that I was hoping would represent what a David Rose album sounds like. That's fantastic. I love how you brought up your inspirations because I think that recognizing who inspires us and finding ways of creating original music that's kind of tied into our inspirations, I think that's really important because we all grow from ourselves and we all grow from the music we listen to and finding ways of rooting what we believe to be great instrumental music in your case finding ways to fit into that world while still being unique is really important and also I think it's so cool how even though these songs don't have lyrics that when you create a full project not just a standalone track or score for a movie but when you create a project it's going to have a a cohesive feel just like a pop album would or country album would so how do you go about deciding concepts and bringing that out in this music well that's like really important to me and it's it's kind of sad because i feel like that's being lost a lot like it seems like all of the popular uh you know tips and and guidance lately says like release singles and release eps and like I don't want to do that. Like, I, <laughs> I, I may start doing some of it. I don't know. I have a bunch of songs that don't necessarily fit uh, the albums that I've been working on. So, you know, maybe I'll release some more singles, but like, I'm definitely an album guy and I grew up with albums and uh, I, I definitely celebrate that and, and want to continue in that tradition. But, but yeah, I, whenever I'm uh, working on songs, like definitely, uh, you know, some, and sometimes they, they change like as, as, the track grows and like it's like oh i meant this one to be for this project but now it's kind of sounding a little bit more like it would fit better on this album and so things definitely do change along the way but yeah i I usually am thinking of some kind of concept for each album like right now i'm actually i'm working on a bunch of albums all at the same time but like one of the albums is is specifically going to be the like darkest most like spookiest and weirdest and kind of creepiest music I've ever made. I, <laughs> I, I, I do tend to gravitate towards dark music on a lot of my stuff, but this, this one I'm going to lean in, you know? And uh, so it's like, I'm making songs that really fit that and are like almost scary in a way. Whereas then I'm working on other tracks. It's like, oh, this isn't scary anymore. Now this is like upbeat and fun. So I'm going to have to save this for another album. But yeah, um, I, yeah I'm, I'm kind of all over the place because of the way that I, get my influences from all over the place you know I, I love a lot of pop music I I love a lot of singer songwriters I love film soundtracks so like whatever I'm working on it definitely could go in a lot of different directions that is fantastic and just to expand on your point about how people say release singles release EPs not albums I love doing full projects like my debut album came out in 2021 and then last year I released an EP and now I'm working on another project I'm hoping is going to be a mini album. I just think that even though they take longer to create, you can capture so much sonically and lyrically and conceptually in a bigger project than just a standalone single. And so, yeah. And also, I think that it's really cool how you're so focused on instrumental music because I personally think that in a lot of popular music now, especially in like the pop world and country that there's not as much emphasis on the the instrumental track behind what's going on with the lyrics. And 
I am so focused on like picking chords, like suspended chords and, you know, like seventh chords and like from my piano background, pulling on the theory to make my tracks, especially my pop ones, kind of draw into those unique landscapes because a lot of people say, oh yeah, just do the one, five, minor, six, four, you know, and it's just, that's not interesting to me. And I think that in my music, especially, I'm trying to bring in unique sounds instead of just doing your stereotypical thing, making it sound cool with production and singing a melody over top and being done. And so like, because you focus on instrumental music, you have to lean into those different colors in the music because you don't have the other things to rely on. And I was like internally laughing when you were talking about the darker spooky stuff, because I actually just recorded a song called Quiet. And I'm planning on releasing this like around Halloween in October, just because the track that my producer and I put together it sounds like something from a horror movie and like when I'm singing over top of it like my vocals and the way I'm singing adds to it but it all starts with that instrumental track capturing that vibe and that emotion and so I honestly think that even the songs being recorded in the commercial music world that have lyrics over top of the songs I think we can still focus on those different qualities that you bring in just instrumental music because it adds so much to the songs yeah, absolutely. We should uh, collaborate on a playlist for Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. So one thing I definitely wanted to ask you, which I think is really interesting, is because you don't have lyrics or hook really to draw on for a title, how do you go about titling your projects? That, that's like this weird thing that like <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't even know where they come from. Like I will just be listening and I'll come up with a name and it just, it, it sticks. I do have like, it, it's funny, like my wife and I will joke about it. Like that sounds like the name of a David Rosen song. <laughs> and so I, I'll jot it down in like my notebook, you know, and then like eventually I'll be like, oh yeah, that one, that will fit this song. And so, uh, yeah, there's just these words that you know words and phrases that like come up that are like that sounds like it would be one of my songs so and and yeah sometimes it does uh fit with with those uh kind of story elements that i have in mind in the background of these songs even though again no words but sometimes it's just a vibe and it just fits that's really cool because it's really all focused on what emotion does this convey what's the storyline behind it and then figuring out a title that fits from that musical side of things I think that's really cool because when you're writing songs with lyrics it's almost like oh yeah that's the line that's repeated six times that's the title so there's not as much thought that goes into it and so I think it's really cool because it's also up for interpretation like I'm pretty sure if you had like an instrumental track you played it for 10 people and said like what comes to mind like what emotion comes to mind for you or what scene in your mind is playing what title comes to mind like all 10 people will probably say different things and I think that's what's so cool about instrumental music is because there aren't any lyrics to specifically state a story you can kind of make your own interpretation from that Absolutely. I'll give a a tip to any musicians that are listening right now though Um, never uh, release a self-titled album don't do it. <laughs> you, you can't search for David Rosen and find the album that I put out. My sixth album, I, I made self-titled. I just felt at the time like it made sense. And uh, so I named it David Rosen. And you just can't search for the album David <laughs> Rosen because you find all the other David Rosen stuff. So yeah. don't do it. And also, too, it's just like there are so many artists mainstream who like do that. And it's like 
pick something that's cool. Like, if there's a lyric, like, my new EP, It Is What It Is, that came out in November, I pulled the EP title from one of the songs. And it's just, mm. like, really cool when you do that. And, yeah. you know, just a concept, and an overarching concept, which is the one I'm working on right now. I just think it adds a unique touch. No shade to your self-titled, but... <laughs> yeah, that poor album. No one can ever search for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what do you think your favorite thing about creating instrumental music is, and what's the most challenging? My favorite thing is that I... I genuinely love the music that I make. And I know like for some people that might even be weird to say, like a lot of people like love to like, you know, hate their own stuff or whatever. I like, I love my music and, and I can listen to it constantly. And I think that that's just uh, such an awesome thing to have made this, this music that is something that I love to sit and listen to. Um, the most challenging thing is always going to be, getting more and more listeners to, to check it out. And I, you know, as much as it's, it's rewarding enough to just have this music for me to listen to, I do want people to hear it. And I, I, you know, I've been lucky. I have, you know, a lot of people out there who do get to hear it and, and send feedback and, you know, buy my albums and watch my music videos and hire me to score their films and whatnot. But, you know, you just want to see it continue to grow. And, uh, growth is hard when there's so much content out there Mm -hmm, for sure yeah I really like your mindset though because I think loving what you create is so important Mm -hmm. I can't imagine creating music and hating it and having to put it out and promote it and do all that like I just cannot so yeah writing music first and foremost that you love for you is really important and then obviously like we want to see that grow I think that's any musician's dream is to see their music be heard and bought and shared and listened to so yeah no I completely agree with that awesome yeah and and it's you know it's a it's a constant thing like everything I do even when I'm podcasting my podcast is about movies and like even doing that like you know I play one of my songs at the end of every episode just as like a almost like a plug for my That's other <laughs> thing you know so it's like everything kind of ties back because you know music is who I am you know when it comes down to it yeah absolutely so out of everything that you've done with instrumental music, do you have any favorite memories? Oh, I have a lot. Um, a, lo- I, a lot of it would be tied into my music videos. Like I, I'm, so, I'm so proud of this, and I, I really want to make some more like really cool ones. Like There's ones that I've made myself, which I'm proud of those too, and they're, they're really cool, but they're more like abstract visual stuff, and they're, they're really cool, but I, I really love the story-based ones. Um, there's this one called artificial that uh was it was a story that i wrote to go along with the song it was again like one of these ideas where i i I pictured an entire story to the track even though there's no words there and then i collaborated with this filmmaker named ben yonker and this was five years ago i think um but yeah it it just came out so well and it's about this this woman who uh builds herself this artificial uh companion um, but then kind of stuffs him in a locker after she meets a guy and it's like really sad and like really melancholy and it fits the the song so well. And he just brought it to life. It just made this like really great creature out of like a sack puppet. And like, oh my gosh. It, it, it's so cool. And, <laughs> and, and he just, he made it just so well. And then there's this other one uh, called back into the dark, which uh, was a collaboration with a visual artist named B Landers. And, um, she did it all stop motion and it's like super cool, creepy, like 
uh, kind of Tim Burton-y, I guess, a little bit, like stop-motion animation. And I, I want to make another stop-motion one sometime soon. I love stop-motion. But uh, just the fact that these things exist and it's my music and ideas that I was putting out there is it's just uh, it's really cool to see. And I'm definitely really proud of those two. And and I'm proud of so many other you know moments throughout my yeah. career. No, for sure. So it's really interesting. So when you are scoring for TV shows and films, it's like you have to follow what the film director is envisioning for that movie or whatever. But when mm -hmm. you're doing your music videos, you're the one who created that piece of music and you want a visual to go along with that. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like an opposite process for you. Yeah, absolutely. And and then it becomes uh, you know, it becomes yeah, collaborative in the in the opposite direction trying to get uh somebody else to to tell your story in in the way that you kind of envisioned and I've I've been lucky to work with some really great filmmakers and I'm hoping to work with some more in the future. Uh I, I have a new animated music video coming out soon called Ascending uh which uh, an animator is working on the uh the animation for that and uh hopefully have a couple other irons in the fire right now for tracks from both from more content and from my next album. Uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Fantastic. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so aside from doing the scoring and creating your own music and the music videos, do you have any dreams as an instrumental musician that you hope to do at some point in the future? Well, I, I really just want to do more of everything. Like I, I want to work on some bigger feature films. Like I, I, you know, I'm proud of what I've done so far, but I want to, you know, work on some that maybe like come out in the theaters and whatnot. These have all, you know, gone to streaming, which is awesome. And, you know, I'm really happy to have worked on them, but I want to, you know, experience the big rollout and all that. Um, so I want to work on some bigger films like that. And uh, also, I'd love to work on a big monster movie. That would be awesome. <laughs> and right, let's get you an Oscar. <laughs> hey, why not? I'm, I'm down. Uh, and uh, as far as like the instrumental stuff, though, like I, I have so many ideas. Like I, I have like three more albums in the works currently that, like I said, kind of fit particular themes. But I have other ones, too, that I want to do, like um, – like with with very specific themes like uh you know like nighttime driving music like i, I want to do something that's like specifically just that that really captures that vibe of driving down a dark highway at night and and keep that feeling going for like a full 15 songs that's like perfect. i want to i want to do something like that soon and i want to do uh something that's more of like an homage to one of my favorite albums and uh and then also later this year, I'm planning as long as it continues, it's coming out great so far, but I'm planning on releasing my first ever cover, which I've never done before, oh, wow. uh, the cover of a Cure song. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I mean, there, there's so many things I want to do. Uh, I, also, I also want to do an album that's specifically going back to some of my earlier music now that I'm, you know, more advanced musically and kind of, you know, reimagining some of it. So I, I think that that'll be a really fun and actually like maybe the most challenging thing I've done so uh there's so many ways to go yeah for sure so many things well it was lovely having you on what is some advice you would like to share to anyone who is interested in doing instrumental music make a whole bunch of it that that's, that's <laughs> my that's seriously my number one advice like I uh when when I was first getting started I was making 50 60 100 tracks a year oh my like gosh. Just, yeah like seriously just sitting there and pumping out music and not maybe not necessarily finishing all of it but 
you know, coming up with melodies, coming up with beats, coming up with whatever I could come up with and then go listen to it in the car, or, you know, when I go to the gym or whatever. And uh, not all of it did I go back and finish, but just starting ideas and getting to play around with with my instruments, with my effects, with my music software, with everything else and uh, learning to do things just by doing them. Uh, just keep making and making and making and just don't stop doing that. Perfect. Well, it was an honor having you on the show for such a fantastic conversation. Can you share with everyone where they can find you online and listen to your music? Yeah, well, people can find uh, my website. It's bydavidrosen.com. I'm also on all the social media sites at bydavidrosen, uh, music by David Rosen on Instagram. And uh, also my music videos, which you can find on the website too. They're on my YouTube channel, which is Music by David Rosen. And all my albums are out there under the name David Rosen. My most recent one, like I said, more content. I uh, just came out on New Year's and there'll be another one later this year. Fantastic. Well, David, thank you so much for joining me. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed this conversation all about instrumental music. And of course, until next time, stay, stay right, right on, on track. track. Thank you.